Welcome to Light Church. We're so glad you could join us for this weekly message. We hope this message leaves you feeling inspired and equipped to be all that you were made to be. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. I've titled this message, New Eyes, New World. I really felt like God was stirring me to talk about the way we see the world and challenging us on this, challenging us personally and as a church. When we live life with God, when we invite Jesus into our life, he gives us a new way of living. And with that comes a new perspective. And I love how this story of Martha and Mary really illustrates um, this um, different perspective um, in such a tangible way. We get to see two different perspectives. Um, I've got some thoughts that I really wanna share with you this morning. I, there's some things that I feel like we can really learn, um, but I'm just gonna pray before we get into that. God, I just thank you for this message. I thank you um, that you've put it on my heart to share this morning. God, I just pray for everyone who is receiving this word this morning. God, I just pray that we can just drop anything that we're holding on to, just drop any barriers that are gonna be getting in the way of us receiving um, what you really wanna speak to us about. God, I just pray that we just open our, our hearts to you to hear from you this morning. Amen. When I was looking at this passage and I was just thinking um, really into this idea of having um, new eyes, having um, this kind of fresh perspective that we get when we live life with God, I was I was really, um, I found it interesting. I felt like there was um, kind of a, there's a way that we can um, see life with God and then there's a way that we can see life through culture. And my first kind of a thought for you this morning is, am I conforming to culture? Am I conforming um, to culture? And we see so much through the actions that Martha and Mary um, have in this passage, the way that they respond to Jesus coming into their home. And we see um, that it makes it so obvious, um, the diff two different perspectives that we've got here, with the way that they both see um, the situation of Jesus coming into their home. With Martha, we see she just starts preparing. She's all about the preparations, which, um, and she just does what people expect of her in this sense. She is doing her duty. She is preparing the dinner. She is offering a great hospitality. She's being the best host that she can be because that is what is expected of her in this time, in this culture. That is what, especially as a woman in this time, that that is what her place would be to do this. And so in Martha's mind, she is gonna do this to the best of her ability because Jesus is in her house. Whereas Mary, on the other hand, she does none of these things. She doesn't do any of the things that is expected of her. In fact, she sits at Jesus's feet. Now sitting at Jesus's feet, this is actually a place that the disciples would sit or it would be a place for men. 
So for Mar uh, for Mary to be um, sat at Jesus's feet, this is definitely in this culture just not something that she would be doing. She should, um, if she is going by culture, be being hosting, she should be preparing the dinner, she should be helping Martha do um, all the things that she's doing. But what we see from Mary is a readiness to hear and receive from Jesus. So even though there are so many things that she should be doing, we can see through her, like Mary's actions that she understands the importance of the moment. She understands, wait a second, Jesus is in my house. Jesus is in my house. It's not just a Jesus is in my house, I best do the best I can do, but she goes, wait a second, this isn't any other guest, this is Jesus that is in my house. And she recognizes herself in the situation and that's why we, what we see from her actions is she goes, Jesus is in my house, I, I am gonna go sit at his feet. In the midst of everything else that could be getting done, I am gonna make the decision to do something that maybe isn't expected of me, but is what I want, like I need to do in this place. I need to sit at Jesus's feet. Whereas Martha, we see she let culture conform her decision. So even though Martha is doing everything to the best of her ability, which like she's doing an amazing job, like don't get me wrong, like what Martha is doing, she is gonna be pulling out all the stops for Jesus. But her decision has been conformed through culture. Now I just want to kind of ask us like are we conforming to culture? Are we making our decisions in our life, in our walk with God through um, culture? What do our actions speak of? Like how busy are we? Are we getting caught up in the busyness of like we need to be doing, 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 like we need to be doing good things. We need to be doing so many good things because that is what it is to be doing rather than doing maybe what God is saying to us to do. Like what are we spending our time on? What are, the, what are our attitudes towards people? Are we saying we love people but really we kind of know that actually they're a bit annoying and maybe behind their backs we're saying things about them that we shouldn't or do we truly love them? Do you want to be busy doing meaningless things, building castles for ourselves, or do we want to be living in the goodness of God? And when we are living in the goodness of God, that is a place where we'll find peace that surpasses all understanding. And I kind of really want to speak about that for a second, about this peace, like when we're not living in culture and living in like, what God has got for us when we're seeing life through the eyes that God has given us, seeing life in this new perspective and um, this peace. Um, we're about to go into a time where it's a little bit uncertain again, like maybe some restrictions are coming back into place with the COVID-19 and like six people stuff. There's like talks about like jobs, maybe people are in uncertain times because of that. I wanna just really encourage you again that um, we need to have, the reason why this is so important for us right now is because this perspective that God has given us, the way that he can show us like, the way we can see situations in front of us is gonna help us through this time. It's gonna help us have that peace that surpasses all. It's, it's not gonna make everything go away. It's not gonna make everything easy, but when we have the, the eyes to see what God is saying, what he is showing us, when we can see the world through his eyes, it's really gonna help us when we come through these difficult times. And at the end of the day, like we are human, like we are gonna like get caught up in things. Um, but I just really like 
I just see the way Jesus responds to Martha when she's getting all um, all caught up in like, but why is no one helping? Jesus responds, Martha, Martha. He's speaking with deep concern. I literally love, I literally love the way he responds. The repeat, like the way he repeats her name. It's not just like Martha, blah, blah, blah. It's like Martha, Martha. Like he really wants to grab her attention. And I feel like Jesus is really trying to grab our attention. God is really trying to call on us as individuals, as Light Church to say, hey guys, guys, like he's got deep concern for us. And it's not concerned because we're doing something wrong or, um, well, it's not because he wants to punish us, but it's like, a correcting out of love. Like God just really wants to say, hey guys, guys, you're getting caught up in all this stuff. You're getting all caught up in the culture and the way things are, are meant to be. But we don't have to do that. There's many things that we can get caught up in, but only one thing matters. And like God isn't interested in all the stuff, all the stuff we feel like we need to do or all the stuff that we think is important. Um, and that is crazy right now, but he's just really interested in us. He's interested in you, just as you are right now, whatever situation you're in. And I just wanna say, if you're trying to hold on to all these different things this morning because you feel like that's gonna keep you in control, just let go of them because Jesus said, few things are needed, or only, but indeed only one is necessary. This is verse um, in Romans 12, um, verse one to two, and um, it says, so here's what I want you to do. I'm reading from the message version. So here's what I want you to do. God is helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. And I really kind of, that verse really came to me when I was um, reading this passage and we're talking about culture and this idea that um, of not conforming to culture. Cause I was like, okay, so if we're not gonna conform to culture, if we're not gonna um, do things the way everybody else is doing, if these fresh eyes are saying like, we need to not be in culture, it kind of stirred me to this other thought, which is that we need to start thinking outside of the box. So Martha, like I said before, she understand, she understood who Jesus was. She wasn't unaware of who he was and was just like, oh, I'm just gonna make a nice meal because I'm just hosting. Like I said before, like she would have been pulling out all the stops because she knew who he was, but she just didn't understand how to change her thinking. I really feel like God is calling us to be outside of the box thinkers, not of this world thinkers. He's really calling us to think um, bigger and wider than we've ever thought before. So like I said, in Romans 12 verse two, it says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. We can't let ourselves get lazy. We can't let ourselves stop um, just like kind of going with the flow. We need to really be setting our eyes on Jesus, setting our eyes, sitting at his feet and really pursuing what he is calling us to. Like who even said that preparations had to be made? Like I just really feel like we just really need to take down all these 
pre-expectations that we feel like are already set up. Like, I know it might sound stupid because obviously she invited her, him into her house. Maybe they would like some snacks or whatever, but who even said that that even needed to happen? Let's not filter our priorities through the norm, um, through the norms and of society, or even the comparison of other people. Like, oh, well, when he went to this person's house, they did this and they put on this spread, so I need to do that. It's like, whoa, hold on a second. Why are we bothered about what other people are doing? Why are we letting other people get involved in our relationship with God? Why are we letting other people get involved with the call that God has put on our lives? We can't let those types of things distract us. It's so easy to be distracted by these things as well. So I'm really passionate about the fact that we need to start thinking outside of the box and not letting other things um, inform our decision. Like we need to be taking things to, to God. And it's like, are we even surrendering the simple things to him? I really think we need to get back to basics. In that verse, it said, um, take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Are we even doing that? We kind of get caught up in the big things, like, oh, what is like the end goal? Like, what is this big thing that God's doing like in my life? Like, he's really challenged me on this massive conviction thing, like blah, blah, blah. But it's like, wait a second, am I even surrendering my day-to-day -day life to him? What I see is unimportant. Am I even inviting him into this? Maybe God is calling you to something though. Or maybe like this, yeah, maybe there's like a big thing that you know he is calling you to. Or maybe you're in a place where you feel like you're in the right place. Um, so this whole like, oh, like taking risks, big call, like you might not feel that, that works for you or is right for you right now. But there will be some things that God is um, wanting to speak to you about. Maybe there's conversations you need to have with people. Maybe there's people that you need to catch up with that you know um, you haven't dealt with things with them. Or maybe there's things inside of us that we've never dealt with. We need to really like give God um, these things and not overthink through our like norms of society. I was thinking about this before, like there's so many times when I'm like, oh, I should really, really catch up with this person. And then in my mind, I start filtering, oh, but I've not seen them in ages. They'll think that's weird if I catch up with them. What will this person say because they've seen this? blah, 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 I just start listing. And when I actually looked at this list of things that I was um, like worried about or was like, that was interrupting me having and the conversation that I needed to have or doing what God was pressing on my heart, I was like, wait a second, these are all kind of norms in society that are, the, are like filtering my decisions right here. When I actually start to think, outside of the box of that, when I actually start to think in the freedom that God has given me and go, you know what? This is actually something important for my my own relationship with God, but also my relationship with this person. It's actually gonna really impact their life for me to have this conversation as well. And I strip back everything else and go, you know what? I'm gonna walk in confidence because I know God is calling me to this and he's asking me to do this. It's gonna change life. It's gonna change everything when we think outside of this box, when we don't like conform all our thoughts inside of um, the way everything else is done. We really need to keep our focus. So I message, I messaged this title. I titled this message, um, New Eyes, New World. But I actually had a little thought on the like flip side of that. What does it mean to have old eyes? If we're gonna have new eyes, kind of what does it mean to have old eyes? 
And I was thinking about having old eyes, to think in the way of the world, to conform to um, society in the way that um, things are done. And I really felt like old eyes, when we don't um, renew the way that we see the world after um, like inviting Jesus into our life, it's actually gonna lead to old ways. It's actually gonna lead us right back to old ways. And I feel like this point is so important. And why I wanna make this message so clear to you um, right now is we've been given a new life with God. And when we've invited him into our life, when we invite Jesus into our lives, we, we get to experience a new life with God. And because of the way um, we have a perspective, uh, perspective I can't say that word, perspective <laughs> through cultural norms, we actually aren't getting to experience the fullness of life with God. We aren't getting to experience all the goodness that God has for us. And this really, this really like saddens me and it really riles me up that some of us aren't getting to live in all that God has got for us. And I mean, we all have little areas that we need to work in, but then there's some of us that are really like missing out on this, all that God has got for us. And I was just um, reading back in this passage and it says in verse um, 40, um, well, from, yeah, from 40, um, Martha says, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. I think that when we are living in, um, when we have given God our life, when we have surrendered life to God, but we don't change our perspective, we have, um, there's something inside of us that is kind of is kind of uncomfortable. We kind of don't get it, and it actually causes negative things inside of us, maybe more than we'd realize. So Martha's here, like Jesus is in my house. Like I don't understand, and she starts to resent Mary. I feel like sometimes when we're seeing life through old eyes, um, it actually leads us to a place of resentment. So she's saying, "Tell her to help me." From Martha's perspective, Mary is neglecting all her, her actual responsibilities that she should be doing. Like we said, that is what she should have been doing. And Martha's having to pay the price for this. She's having to do double the work. She's doing everything. And it's making her be like, this isn't even going to be as good as like it could be. And she just left doing stuff. Have you ever felt like you're the one that's just left doing stuff? Or you're the one that's left like, oh, why am I in this situation? And everyone else around me is like here, there and everywhere. Like, why is everyone else's life living so light and free? Why do I feel so heavy and weighed down? I'm so busy. I'm doing the right thing. Martha, actually, in this passage, she tries to align Jesus and Mary to her agenda. She's saying, tell her to help me. She's saying to Jesus, like, like you, you know that I'm doing the right thing. She's so focused on what she, her thought pattern and the fact that she's doing the right thing, that she's even trying to like align Jesus and Mary to her um, agenda because she's busy. And I really think that sometimes busyness um, is really going to, um, we don't have time to actually think when we're busy. I think society really tells us how good it is to be busy, especially right now. Like, oh, like the more you've got going on, the hustle, the bustle. But there's actually something in busyness where well, it's kind of part of the name, being busy, where we don't have time. We don't have time to actually do things that are of importance. Um, so when she's busy, she's not got time to actually acknowledge the fact, wait a second, Jesus is in my house. Just like sometimes in our lives, when we are so busy, we don't take the second to go, wait a second, Jesus is in my life. I don't have to live so heavy and weighed down. I can live light and free like everybody else. 
when um, she's um, being so focused on what she believes being the right thing, she can't see what is in front of her. And she is then carrying the burden even more. Um, but we don't have to live this way. And it just starts with small things. Like I said before, taking our everyday, ordinary life, our sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and placing it before God as an offering. As we start to do this, as we start to do this, we're gonna to start to have um, these new eyes. When we are going to God before we start doing things, when we surrender everything to Him. Sometimes our perspective can even be so far off um, that we, um, we question if Jesus cares, right? I don't know if you've maybe been there before, maybe you're here right now, but we question if God is even there. In fact, Martha says this, she goes, Lord, don't you care that my sister, she says, don't you care? When we see life through old eyes whilst trying to be in a relationship with God, like I said, there's this friction that's formed and it actually puts a block on our relationship with God. And I really wanna encourage you this morning like to know who our God is and just to know that He does care, that He loves you and He has the best for you. So when you are feeling like, oh, do, like is God even here? Just take that moment to kind of realign yourself and, and go back to the beginning and say, hey God, like I actually give you everything right now. Rather than trying to rush and do everything and keep busy and go, oh, the more things that I do, that that will solve everything. Instead, take a step back, start with the small things and just say like, God, I just ask for you to give me a fresh perspective on this. It's really, I really feel like this message was so important for us to hear the idea of like not conforming, um, like, sorry, not conforming to culture, not, thinking inside the box, but thinking outside of the box and making sure that we've got new eyes to see the world the way God intends us to. I think when we have new eyes, we get to see um, so much more to life. We get to see hope where we might have felt like there was no hope before. We get to feel peace when it doesn't look like there's a peaceful situation around us. We get to love people that maybe we didn't understand how anyone, like how we could ever love them before. We get to see people the way that God does. We get to see the world, we get to see future. And I think it's really important that we start to challenge our thought process, but we really start to challenge it outside of the way culture and the way, the norms of society. I really think as if we keep trying to think inside the box, do our Christian life, do the our walk with God, keep our relationship with God inside of this cultural box, we're really going to struggle to actually live in the fullness that God has intended for us. So I just really want to encourage you this morning, like wherever you are in your, in your life journey, in your journey with God, in whatever up or down in life that you're facing, that God loves you that he cares for you and he has a plan for you. He desires relationship with you. He desires it so much. And we need to just be open and available to his call, his voice and his word. He wants us to live in freedom. He wants us to be able to see the beauty of the world. He wants us to see everything. He doesn't want us to live like feeling weighed down, feeling heavy. He wants us to be able to sit up straight and just see what is going on. He wants you to be able to see 
how much like is inside of you. I think that's one thing when we live with fresh eyes, we can actually look in the mirror and see something different. We don't have to look in the mirror and feel ashamed. We don't have to look in the mirror and feel um, like frustrated. We don't have to like try and not look in a mirror, but we can look straight in a mirror and see what God sees in us. And I think that is gonna be um, empowering for some people. It's gonna be freeing for some people. And I really do believe our God is a healer. I believe he is a restorer and I believe he's a God of peace, of creativity and of beauty. And he cares so much about us, so deeply for us that he sent his one and only son down to this earth so he could live a perfect life and experience all the things that we go through the bad and, and the good and the, all the in-betweens so that he could then die on a cross for all our sins and rise again three days later, beating death and ascending back to heaven to reign forever so we can live in this freedom, so we um, can have eternal life, so we can be in relationship with him, so we can have a purpose and a future, we can have hope, and I just really wanna encourage you this morning, maybe you've heard about having this fresh perspective and you're like, I want some of that. I wanna be able to see life the, uh, in this new way. In fact, I've already given my life to Jesus and I've, I've kind of got this new way of living, but I've never seen the world this way. I just wanna pray for us this morning. Maybe you wanna invite Jesus into your life. Um, or you want to um, experience the life that maybe you've kind of limited yourself off to before. Um, if that's you, then I want to pray for you right now. I'd love it if you could um, maybe let us know that you have made one of these decisions, that you've responded to this message, but I'm just going to pray for you now in this moment. God, I just thank you for um, this message. God, I thank you that you have given us the opportunity to see the world in such a bigger way than maybe we have before. God, I pray that our minds and our hearts and our eyes can be open wide to all that you have got in store for us. God, for the calls that you've put on people's lives, the futures that you've got for people, for the um, the freedom that some people are awaiting, the healing that some people are awaiting, um, the like the restoration of some people's lives that is just around the corner for them. God, I pray that people can know right now that you are here for them and that you have got the best in store for them. God, I really thank you um, that we can just come and we can, um, yeah, just have you in our lives and that you can take us through, um, well, you can be there with us through the hard times and that we can have your peace and we can have your strength when we need it most. God, I just really pray for anyone that's made the decision to invite you into their life right now. God, I just pray that as they make this decision, they can just feel um, your presence with them right now, that they can just know that they are loved so deeply and so truly by you. Amen. You've been listening to a weekly message from Light Church. If you would like any more information, you can find us online or on social media. Thanks for listening.